Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. We're sticking with Israel and we're going to take another look and stuff has been happening as this show has been going along. I see uh, pictures of Netanyahu in Gaza. We had a question earlier on about what the future holds. He, he kind of maybe answered that this afternoon. We're going to get more analysis, though. We're joined by Jacob Magid, who is the Time of Israel's U.S. Bureau Chief, joining us live. Jacob, good afternoon. Thank you for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, first of all, let me ask you your impressions of how it's gone. Uh, you know, there was a few stalls and we're seeing the power of Hamas and they hadn't signed. And then, and then you know, back and forth and then America weighing in, all of it. And we have hostages being released. What are you seeing here, Jacob? Um, yeah, so today was the third day of a four-day truce that could be extended longer. Um, but we've had roughly... 13 Israeli hostages released for the past three days. In addition, um, several, about uh, over a dozen foreign nationals who are not Israeli hostages. Most of them are Thai um, foreign workers who are working in Israel who were kidnapped uh, during the October 7th uh, Hamas onslaught. And they have slowly been released as well. Um, there's an expectation that one more day we'll have a ceasefire where another roughly 13 um, hostages will be released, making it a total of 50. And then the agreement with Hamas is that if it, if it is willing to release an additional 10 hostages at least, um, Israel will extend the, the ceasefire for another day. Um, so there's efforts by Israel, or mainly the Qatari, Egyptian, and U.S. mediators to try to get uh, another day or two at least of, of a ceasefire. Um, there was some, as you mentioned, some delays mm-hmm. yesterday in Hamas implementation that were due to Hamas claiming that Israel wasn't upholding its end of the agreement regarding aid to the northern Gaza Strip. But actually, the Red Cross, which is uh, unbiased, uh, uh, indifferent or uh, <laughs> mediator in this process, is mm-hmm. actually saying that's not the case. And that Israel did abide by that clause of the agreement. There was something else with the the prisoners, the Palestinian, Palestinian prisoners that were being released um, not by the age or the amount of time that, that they were served, which is apparently part of the agreement, which hasn't really been publicized. Um, but overall, that, that hiccup was uh, pushed forward, was kind of resolved. And that was yesterday, this delay that took place. But today, this third day went pretty smoothly. Yeah, so, uh, it did. For a fourth day, a fourth day possibly tomorrow. Okay, I, w- I want to talk about that. You know, there's a lot of motion too, and it's just kind of tied into this. And we see and the hugging, the renewal, and we're human. And, and it's so primitive to see back with your family, back with your mother, children. Very, very emotional. As you say, there could be a- another, uh, it could be extended a little bit if there's more hostages. How does this complicate things? Does it complicate things for Israel? Some wonder, you know, how is it? Will they lose a little public opinion? Do they they have that chance of losing public opinion here, where we've seen people together again? Is there a new pressure on this? 
Um, well, I think the concern in Israel is, we- is whether an extension of the ceasefire helps Hamas regroup mm-hmm. further. Um, and that's the main concern and why there's been reticence among some in Israel to agree to the ceasefire because they felt that they have Hamas on its back back seat right now. Um, but there is overwhelming support for this hostage deal um, because I think Israelis were looking at this as kind of a, a, a shot in the arm in terms of the public uh the, the reticence and the, the feeling in the public that that after so many days of, of horrible news, that that now having these hostages come home, especially the women and children, um, such young kids, being among them, is I think uh, enough to allow the Israelis to what they feel is move forward with this war until until Hamas is completely destroyed. Um, there is a concern regarding when you mentioned public opinion. Mm-hmm. I think um, Hamas is looking to use these four days to also kind of show the degree of complete damage that's been done to the Gaza Strip as a result of the Israeli bombing campaign, um, where we've got we're now at around fourteen thousand Palestinians mm-hmm. have been killed. We don't know exactly how many. A majority of them are believed to be women and children. Um, and Hamas is looking to kind of push the international community to use this time to maybe pressure Israel to not continue the bombing campaign. But given that the U.S. is totally supportive of allowing Israel to move forward with this war once the, the temporary truce is over, I don't think that that pressure is, is going to make as much of a difference. Um, this is not going to be a permanent ceasefire. All right. We've just seen and looked at pictures during when the breaks here of Netanyahu in Gaza vowing to pick up this war. The pressure on him right now as these this hostages goes through, as you say, I mean, keeping that support of America and allies has to be supreme. Right. Yes. Uh, the U.S. support is critical. Um, and basically, the, it's conditions right now on this, this point that Israel take more steps to protect, to, to protect civilians in Gaza, that the feeling is that there at times in this ground campaign that the bombing that's been supporting the ground troops has been indiscriminate, quote unquote. Um, that's how Biden commented. He's noted that there's been improvements since that the, the operations that Israel's been carrying out around the hospitals in Gaza, particularly the Shifa hospital, which has been making a lot of headlines um, in earlier weeks where Israel and the U.S. have both agreed that Hamas is kind of running a control center underneath, that that operation's been better. It hasn't been as as indiscriminate as in the past. Um, But the U.S. expects that once Israel now moves forward to the southern Gaza Strip, after operating almost exclusively in the northern Strip in terms of the ground troops, that before it does so, it needs to explain how it plans to account for all these civilians that they've just shoved into the Mm -hmm. southern Strip. Um, There's now 2.3, most of the 2.3 million population in all Gaza is now in southern Gaza, as if it wasn't crowded enough before. Insane crowded conditions, and there has to be a clear place for people to go to avoid the bombing that's or the the ground troops that are going to be pushing forward into the southern strip and that needs to happen before Israel and launches launches the second part of this operation. Um, That's kind of been something that the Biden administration is pushing. All right, Jacob, I want to ask you finally, um, what are the chances of this extension in your opinion as you watch this? Um, the ceasefire, I do think we're good. there's an effort to get an, at least another day. I think Hamas uh, a few hours ago announced that it's for the first time formally interested in this additional time period. Netanyahu has said so himself as well. I think there's a feeling among Israelis that as long as we can keep getting a significant number of hostages out, that we are supportive of of extending the truce as long as we continue the, the battle afterwards. That's what they're saying. Um, so I, I do think there's a pretty good chance for this temporary ceasefire to extend past Monday. But but beyond maybe two, three days, I, I think the expectation is that um, 
Jacob Magid, uh, the Times of Israel's U.S. Bureau Chief, joining us live here. Thank you, Jacob, for your analysis and reporting. We really appreciate your time on Sunday. Thank you. Thanks for having me. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.